This is the Psych Podcast, a podcast for those in the insurance learning community and those who want to be in the insurance learning community. I'm your host, Patrick Wake. I am the Vice President of Programs for Psych, and in today's episode, we are looking at some ways to win at working from home. You know, it occurred to us that a lot of us may be working from home now for the first time or maybe the first time in a long time. And it was a good time to kind of discuss some of the tips and tricks that are available to us for working from home. I've been working from home exclusively for over the last three years. And I've developed in my life a few uh, items that I make sure that I handle and take care of every day. So without any further ado, here's my top ten list of things that you ought to take care of when you're working from home. Number one, have a morning routine. I don't care what your morning routine looks like. You could do some reading, you could spend some time in prayer or meditation, or you could just get up and get right to work. Whatever it is, have your morning routine, just like you did when you went to the office. Whatever that morning routine is that works for you, have that. I can remember growing up, my dad, every day, he would get up, get the newspaper, and get him a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. And that was his routine every day. Now, what happened after that? I don't know. I went to school. So have a morning routine. And number two, since you've got a little bit more time on your hands now, since you're not commuting, make some time to exercise. Part of the problem from working from home is that we can get so focused on what we're doing that we forget to do the things that we need take care of ourselves. When I worked from an office, I would often get time to walk 10-15 minutes in the morning, 10-15 minutes in the afternoon, sometimes even uh, taking a walk during lunch. Now, yeah, as a work from home employee, I've got to take more time to figure out when I'm going to get some exercise. And that can cause you to pack out some of those unwanted pounds or just get to feel yucky. So make sure that you take time to exercise. Number three, you need to shower and dress for work. Now listen, a lot of folks get this idea that, that working from home means that you can sit around in your PJs all the time. You don't shower unless you absolutely have to see people. But listen, when you get up and you dress for work, take care of yourself, you go through the shower and all that bathroom, that you had in the morning when you went to the office, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel like you're actually working. It makes you feel like the work that you're doing still matters. Now, I'm not saying that you've got to put a full suit and tie on unless you like that, in which case, have at it. Uh, but you need to have a work uniform. Over the last several years, I have settled largely into the jeans and polo uniform, but you've got to have a work uniform, get up, dress, and enjoy that process, that part of making sure that you're setting your mind to the idea that this is work time. It's not just time to mess around. Now, I did say that you should shower and dress for work, but number four is, you know, make sure that you have yourself a casual day. Make sure you have a day where, you know, like, you just end up sleeping and don't worry about it. Just roll into the office the way you the way you are if you can. 
make sure that uh, that uh, you don't have any conference calls that day. Make sure you don't have any time on Zoom that day. Make sure you're not in front of the camera if you're not ready to be in front of the camera. But you know what? Give yourself the uh, the liberty and the grace to have a day where you just if you're just not feeling it first thing in the morning, where you just go casual. I'll tell you honestly. Every once in a while, I do have a sweats and t-shirt or shorts and t-shirt day. Now, I'm not mad about it. I don't like it that way. If I, if I have a Zoom meeting, my boss will see me in a ball cap. And that's okay because a lot of days he's got a ball cap on too, so it's kind of evens out. But make sure you have a casual day. Number five, get outside at least twice a day. Look, you're going to struggle getting away from work because you want to make sure that everybody knows you're working really hard, right? So so you'll have that temptation to sit at the desk and beat up the work and get the work done. Work and work and work and work and work. But every once in a while you need to stand up, get away from the desk, and get outdoors because outside is where the fresh air is. Outside is where the sun is. Outside is where where the neighbors are, or where the break from what you were doing is outside, is, is it allows you to take a deep breath and change the direction of your day. It allows you to say, okay, I've stopped this, now it's time for something else. And getting outside, it, just, it, it, it refreshes you, it reminds you, oh, by the way, there's something besides this air conditioned office or this heated office. You need to be outside at least twice a day. Number six, stand up. Now, when I first started working at home, I found that I was sitting a lot more than ever. I was just sitting at my desk doing a lot of work, and combined that with the fact that I'd lost out of a lot of walking, I started to put some weight on, my back started to hurt more, I started to feel just generally blah a lot of times, and I discovered to stand up a lot more than I used to, so I ended up getting a stand-up desk. In fact, any time that I'm recording, I do webinars live online, I do recordings, any time that I'm talking, any time that I'm, I'm working on any of this stuff, I'm standing. So if I'm teaching a webinar, when I'm practicing, I stand. When I'm teaching, I stand. And it gives a certain different energy, and it helps me because when I'm standing, I feel a little bit more like I'm teaching. I feel a little bit more like I'm not just talking to a microphone. Standing helps will help you burn some of those calories and help you feel better overall. Number seven, over communicate. You may not necessarily be comfortable with this. You may be someone who doesn't necessarily communicate a whole lot, but you really need to, especially in an environment where your boss is not used to having people working remotely. You're not used to working remotely. Uh, those above your boss are not used to all this. And what you really need to do is talk and talk and talk and email and text and online chat. Whatever it is, however you're communicating with the people you work with, you need to communicate more than you think is necessary. You need to communicate things like, uh, how your day is going, what projects you're working on, when you plan to go to lunch, what you're having for lunch. You need to communicate uh, that you're going to go for a walk at some point during the day. You need to communicate 
about all the things you intend to work on. You need to communicate the feelings you're having about working from home. You need to communicate the, the, the isolation maybe you feel or maybe even the stress that your boss is putting on you. You just need to talk everything out. You remember, you used to talk a lot to people in the office, and now you don't have that. So you have to figure out a way to communicate, whether it's through phone or videos or chat or whatever it is, but communicate more than you think you should, more than you think is even necessary. Number eight, build accountability with your team. One of the reasons that your leadership is uncomfortable sometimes is because they're not there to check up on you. And what you can do is in a team setting, you can tell folks, listen, if, you know, if I'm not producing, call me on or if you think I'm not producing, call me on If you want to know where a project stands, let's talk about it. But you need to be able to communicate effectively back and forth about what's going on, how things are going, and that way it allows one another to gather together and get the work done that needs to get done. And it leads into number nine, that builds, that means that's uh, to build deep trust within the team. Learning to trust one another on a whole other level. There was that work level when we were all in the office, but this level now is the idea that, that we trust that everybody's working towards the common goals. The boss is looking at you and goes, you know what, if I keep getting my phone, I know they're doing something that they're supposed to be doing. If they're not working on the exact thing I think they should be working on, they're working on something that also needs to be worked on. So building that deep trust, that accountability, that over-communication, that's all working together to build within your life a better work-from-home environment. And then that way you don't have people checking up on you every 20 minutes saying, where's this? What's going on with that? How is it going? When you communicate, when you build accountability, there's that deep trust, everybody knows it's going to get done and they leave each other to do it. They communicate only those things that everybody needs to maintain that positivity and that continual great energy that helps us to work harder. Number 10, separate company. Now, you may not necessarily be familiar with company, but you do not understand the idea of being flexible. Always be flexible. Stay flexible. Be willing to shift at a moment's notice. Be willing to go from this is important today to that, that's not important. The other thing that we were working on, that's more important. This is not like work in an office, a lot of times things kind of just happen, right? They just, you've got a regular flow, and things can go with the flow. Sometimes things change, but not really as urgent, you know, as quickly. But we're in a fast-moving, changing environment right now, particularly where we are working from home, and the responsibilities and the big deal projects change, and so always be flexible. Be ready and willing to do something that's that's not what you're used to doing. Be flexible. Okay, so if you've stayed this long, let me give you one more. This this one may be in some ways more important than all the others. Number eleven. Do not work in your bedroom or the living room. Do not. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. I will not set my office up in my bedroom. I will not try and work in the living room. 
but living in what's going on in there. Somebody else is not able to get out and do the things they need to do. So there maybe you've got uh, somebody working out, somebody else working with you. Maybe, uh, maybe you've got nobody else there, but in the living room, that's where you binge watch Hulu. That's where you sit around doing nothing. That's where you get sucked into the vortex of not any of your work done when you're supposed to. That's where you snack on the Oreos. That's where you watch the news way too much. Please do not try to work in the room. And ever, 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 never, ever, never work in the bedroom. Work in the bedroom. That, that, that's just, it's a non-starter for me. The bedroom is the center. The bedroom is the place where everything else can go away, where there's no other distractions where there's no other outside life. It's just it's just me and my wife. We can communicate, we can talk, we can be real together. It's that it's a place of rest. It's a place of no work ever. Did I mention never working The bedroom should be the place where you have sanity you can have just a separation from everything else. So do not work there. All right, well, that's my list. I wonder if you maybe have any other items, any things that you think are important when you're working from home. Let us know. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Share this podcast with your working from home friends and from your friends that are jealous that they're not working from home. And let them know that, no, you're not always in your PJs. You actually get up and rest for work. And uh, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.